Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or the comfort from your own computer or laptop. Create tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They're distributing your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Do spoof, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Mandatory calls to action. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Who's Remarkable Today. I'm talking about Journey of a Caregiver. Good evening, everybody, on Anchor Podcast. I'm talking about Who's Remarkable Journey of a Caregiver. So I'm not going to be on very long because I have something else to do at 6.30 this evening, and I'll be back on like a little after 7. So what I want to talk about the Journey of a Caregiver. For all those years that I partake in learning so much about caregiving, it can be a very stressful uh, position to be in very difficult you're doing different things different tasks at different moments when you have to feed and wash and clean and make sure medication is being distributed all these different factors i've learned so much about being a caregiver and what i learn about it that there's other people that experience those emotions and those feelings daily where they're overwhelmed where they're tired where they're exhausted and they're mentally drained I can remember going to a, um, a caregiver seminar, and it was basically an all-day seminar. Basically, I went there from 10 to about 2 o'clock just to get information about different caregiving information. I actually went on behalf of my, my dad at the time so that I can get the resources and information about things to kind of help my mom at the time when she was living. And what I learned about caregiving is got to have a lot of patience, got to have a lot of compassion, definitely got to be able to multitask in a lot of different things, and it's okay to have people to come in and assist you in these different things. The different organizations out there, the different information, life insurance, uh, different nutritional plans, and different things. If the caregiver is not able to talk, they have devices where they can kind of just have a screen where they can talk but they can see the words of the other person coming through oh uh, they had trust bridge out there they had the people who had something going on with hearing impaired all these different factors out there to help you along and also too the uh palm beach county library system was out there for those those who are not able to go and check out books they had resources where they could go do that i had all that information while i was there and i met interesting people by being at that caregiver seminar, keep in mind the gentleman that hosted, he goes from city to city and do seminars and give you information and have people come up and panelists and share different stories and what their positions are. And you have the audience come up and ask questions to the panelists about different things they may be feeling or different information that they were not aware of, how to handle social security, how to handle disability, how to handle all these different resources. And what I took in is so much information. And I had tons of piles of pamphlets that was there. And what I got out of it is, even though you are a caregiver, 
you are going to have your breaking ports. You're going to have your breaking moments. And I had my moments at times where I was stressed out being a caregiver just not for just helping my mom, but also being a caregiver just overall. I grew a lot of gray hair over the years doing all of this. And when I think about it, I don't regret any of it because I got a learning experience. So I'll be able to help somebody else get through the process of being a caregiver. How you have to make sure that things are clean, things are sanitized, things are in order, things are corrected. 2016 was a whole transformation for me. Handling and dealing with different roles, being a caregiver for everybody. Everybody. And when I go back and think about it now, it was well worth it. I don't regret it because I learned a lot of different information. I learned that there's agencies out there to help you. I've learned that there's places you can call. I learned that they had an all-timers all, uh, association. I didn't even wear, realize that because a relative of mine gave me that information because they were they were. Uh, RNC and N nurse, so they had all this information that can share with you. And the information that they shared was very, very informative. And what I understand about being a caregiver is when somebody you love so very, very much go through these transformational changes, you have to sit there and just be that loving and listening ear. And that's what I really, truly became. I was lovable anyway, but that caregiving part just put it over the over the top to say, man, I really can just do this. I can really just sit here and listen to them and talk to them and play with them and clap with them and just put a smile on their face and just make them feel good in the inside. I didn't think I was able to be a type of caregiver to do that, but once I went through the whole process and went through the whole journey of learning the do's and don'ts and how to say it and not get so offended by it, I took in a lot of information. And what I learned in the whole process of caregiving is when people get sick and when people lose their way or whatever situation, you got to learn how to kind of tone it down a little bit. <laughs> things you are feeling and when you can sit there and understand and listen to their stories and be fascinated fascinated by man this woman was this person and now it happened this man was this person and then this happened they were normal people till all this stuff happened to them life happens things happen and a lot of times us as humans forget about that but you got to remember, they was able to wash themselves and clean themselves and do all these different tasks. They were able to do that until everything started to deteriorate. This is why I commend caregivers and I commend myself for learning so much over the last few years. It's a challenge, everybody. But you have to understand caregivers' roles. They can go back and think about the times where they should have did something different or they could have corrected it. Or they could have spoke up a little bit more. And I have those moments and I have those times when I go back and say I could have voiced my opinion. All the doctor's appointments. All the um, listening into the calls and hearing all the different things that were being taken place at the time. That's a lot to take in. Going for kidney doctors. Going to the cancer doctors going to the primary and just listening into what the nurse practitioner and what they have to say and what's 
the terminology you're using in the diagnosis and just to be able to just sit there and listen and just absorb what they're telling you about your loved one it's overwhelming very much so and when i tell you it's overwhelming it's so much that it piles up high but when you throw back and think about it by me being that caregiver and by me getting the experience i can go and tell somebody hey it's okay to have a meltdown but do it in private it's okay to release but do it in private it's okay to cry it's okay to get angry it's okay to be frustrated because you're not your days are not going to always be happy go lucky because you deal with challenges it's okay to reach out and ask for help it's okay don't be ashamed it's okay to go outside or take a walk or take a drive or whatever you need to do for that moment if you have information and resources to help you it's okay so what i come to tell you this is by getting the experience by getting the learning by getting the teaching and learning so much about the healthcare system alone. I mean, I've learned so much about medical. I learned so much about insurances. I learned so much about life insurances. I learned about whole life, term life, funeral expenses. Oh my goodness. How to bury, how to prepare, all these different things. How to clean your loved ones, how to properly dress them, how to properly talk to somebody who has how it's properly good to understand them, properly dress them, properly talk to them, properly feed them, properly give them time and patience. You're going to get frustrated, true enough. But doing that gave me an extra experience. When I go back and think about all the years that I did all these things, I gained a lot of weight. I'm being honest, everybody. I was under a great deal of stress. My tension flared from here on out. So many things happened. Back and forth, I always felt like my voice wasn't heard when I was verbalizing some of the emotion I was feeling. You can't always wear the strong armor shield all the time because you're gonna break too and i had my moments i had my breaking points i had my outbursts i had my screaming i had my crying well i was beating and pounding on the door and asking when it's gonna when is the relief where's the release and all of a sudden after that 2006 and 2017 wave just passed things started to get a little bit improving and it started to be a normal routine and parts of caregiving so 16 and 17 was a roller coaster ride. Oh yes. 18 slimmed down. 19 definitely kind of slimmed down to the tour. Then 2020, here we go again. Well, the end of 2019 was a rocket, and then 2020 it started all over again. The cycle of the caregiver, the stress, the pressure, all of that. But what I learned, and I go back talking about it. If I didn't have this experience and was placed in the position to handle these things and multitask the, the more that I've done things, I couldn't sit here today at this very moment talking about who's remarkable journey of a caregiver if I didn't have the experience and knowledge that I have now. 
We should commend those caregivers that make sacrifices and make changes or maneuver things to do what they need to do for their loved ones. Get on the phone with their insurance company. Talk to the pharmacy. Make sure appointments are taken care of. Make sure their loved ones eat. Make sure their loved ones bathe. Make sure their loved one is clean and tidy and ready. Understanding the whole process of this, everybody, is absolutely phenomenal. I commend first, I, I commend the nurses and the doctors and those who are in the medical field consistently. I commend you for educating us caregivers on what to do and handle and how to handle situation and also to be an advocate for your loved ones. Being an advocate for your loved ones and speaking up for them when you know there's something just is not right. And when something just not right, you have a voice to project that and say, you're the power of attorney. And the power of attorney is somebody that handles the affairs of the person who is, who is, uh, who is not able to handle their own affairs. That's what a character, that's part of being a caregiver. You're a power of attorney where you're handling their affairs. They're handling their business. You're doing all these different things and speaking in their behalf because they're not obligated to handle their finances or talk to the doctors or the nurses or anybody else. Because you have to speak for them. You have to speak for them. You have to be a voice for them because they don't have a voice. The next time you see a caregiver, ask them this one question. I I'll tell you, they will appreciate it. And say it with that gentleness. Ask them, how are you really doing today? Imagine what result you will get when you ask them how they really doing. And then you come back with a response. Whatever the response may be. You just don't know. A caregiver may want to hear that. That caregiver may want to receive that. They may need that smile. They may need that reminder. Even though they're going through so much. So much. Somebody out there took initiative to ask them how they really are doing. And people did that with me. And I was very grateful. I was very appreciative. I was very happy that I was able to get that response like, how you really doing, Trisha? And I was honest about how I was really doing. I'm stressed. I'm overworked. I'm overwhelmed. And I'm exhausted. And I was honest about how I felt. And I didn't sugarcoat it. I didn't filter it. I kept it specifically honest. So the next time you are you interact with a caregiver, like I said, everybody, I got too much going on over here. I'm about to about to turn this down. I'm about to get off the broadcast. Everybody ding, ding, ding on doing my anchor podcast. I don't like that. Because I'm trying to talk to my audience and I got people doing it. I don't do that. Don't, don't. I'm sorry, everybody, but don't do that. But what I'm saying is, whatever it is that I've faced and I have overcome, I'm able to give this advice to other people who are experiencing, even if it's being through childbirth, caregiving an elderly, or whatever the situation may be. I'm going to give you this quick nugget before I log off. There was a lady that I met. Where was I? Let me think. Let me thank everybody. I was at the, um, the vital statistics trying to get my son's uh, replacement birth certificate. So she had a two-year-old daughter. And her two-year-old daughter was just running around. Right? Of course, the pandemic was going on. So, her daughter's running around and I asked her a question. I asked her, I was like, ma'am, how old is your daughter? She's like, she's almost two, two and a half. I said, so is she potty trained and whatnot? She said, I'm working on that. It's difficult to kind of 
deal with that because she likes to drink. And then I say, ma'am, won't you do this? Won't you um, cut back on the drink that she's drinking? Make sure she use the bathroom before she go to bed. That way that it can eliminate her urine in the bed overnight. She said, I never really thought about that. I said, cut a time where she stopped drinking. Make sure she used the bathroom and see how that goes. And she was very grateful and she was very appreciative of that advice. Like, I never thought about like that. See, when you impact people's life and share a nugget with them, like I did with the lady at the Vital Statistics, that goes to show any advice mm-hmm. or any techniques that you have, you can share with other people, which I have done. And I don't mind sharing my information and resources with those folks because everybody needs help. Everybody needs advice. Everything that I have experienced from this point on is to help other people. If I didn't go through what I went through, if I didn't experience what I experienced, I couldn't give nobody advice. But by me being who remarkable, the journey of a caregiver, and going through these obstacles, and going through these challenges, and learning all the different nits and knots and don'ts, do's and don'ts, I tell you, when you learn a lot about things, you get so much information. Stuff you didn't even realize you knew about. I'm telling you, it's mind-blowing the information I got. And how they was real honest with me, behind the scenes, of course. But they were honest about this would be the best nutrition. This will be the best result. This would be the best nursing home. This would be the best advice. Best advice. This would be the best qualification for your loved ones, and we'll treat them properly. And they explain it thoroughly. Now, those who deals with hospice, the same thing. Hospice is gonna be upfront and keep it real with you. They're not gonna sugarcoat anything. They're gonna tell you the truth and be completely honest, and they're gonna tell you exactly what the deal is about your loved one. Don't be alarmed about the information that you're going to get because it's going to help you. It's going to help you. I learned a lot about morphine. I knew what morphine did, but I didn't really know what it really, really, really did. Like, it kills the pain and kind of just shuts down organs and stuff. And it kind of eliminates the pain. But when you know that your loved one is at that, that last stage of life, you want to make them as comfortable as possible. And what hospice and trust bridge and all of them do which I've learned, they have nurses that come in who stay in 24 hours. They have nurses that come in and out. The situation, it depends on what the situation is. It depends on what you may want for them to do. And what I've seen firsthand is they have a humble spirit. They are honest about everything. They are telling you the truth about things. And they just want to make sure that you understand all that you are signing, what you are putting on paper, what you are dealing with, what you are facing. All of these processes, and they're taking those nuggets one by one by one. They're telling you step by step what's about to go down. It's going to hurt. You're going to cry. You're going to be upset. You're going to be frustrated. And you're going to be confused because all of this stuff is piled on, on you. For those of you tuning in, you're going to get the nugget today. This is Who Remarkable? The Journey of a Caregiver. So when you got into that place where your loved one has finally gotten to that last stage, this is a hard one, everybody, but I'm going to go through it. You giving them the morphine shots. You watching them as they are sleeping a lot, not eating, everything shutting down. This is where it goes over the hump, where they don't talk. They don't say nothing. You starting to have anxiety. And one moment before that, it's, it's all said and done. 
they have went to peace. But guess what? There's grieving counseling along the way. And a lot of people may take it. And a lot of people may not take it. But I'm telling you. When you have people that really want to help you. And get you through whatever you're getting through. It'll help you get through the healing process. The, the discovery. The evaluation. The anger. The frustration. All these factors. Because you did all that you could. You did the best that you could. You should clap yourself on and on and on and pat yourself on the back. Because you did a job well done. When you have did exceedingly abundantly all that you have done, you have done everything you can possibly do it being in the human experience. So once a caregiver has experienced all of this, this gets tied in so the caregiver got to deal with the funeral homes and planning all of this and planning all of this. Planning funerals and dealing with the cemetery and the plots and the vault. All this money resonates and dealing with the insurance company. I'm taking you there because this is a story and a journey. When you got to get on the phone and see if they're going to be honest with you. Are they going to give you the money? Are they going to do this and that? First and foremost, you already grieving. Second and foremost, you already got to prepare for the, the whole process of getting it organized. Letting love what knows the situation. Come on up in here. Learning what to say and how to say it. Learning how to speak to the company and say it in the right factor. Learning that you're paying different prices for different things. You're paying for the casket and the florist and then you got to get the clothes, the shoes, and the hair got to be done. All of that adds up. Okay? Then you got to pay to have the ceremony. Then the ceremony, then it goes into putting them in a vault. Putting them in the ground. That's another That's another couple of thousand, even more. So you just spend a handful of money trying to get the ceremony going. Getting the casket, the flowers, and all that taken care of. Then you got to play two different separate bills. Two separate bills, everybody. The funeral part and the cemetery part. Then there's another bill, the plaque. So you get more stuff added to it. That's what I learned being a caregiver. That's what I experienced. And I tell you, that really blew my mind. How much stress, how much emotion, and how much frustration that can be. And I'm telling you this because, truth be told, everybody, truth be told. Everything that I've learned from this point on, I'm going to help somebody. I'm going to help somebody and I'm going to tell you in private and let you know what the ins and outs and what you're going to have to experience. So you like remarkable. After all you have said about all of this, how are you doing? I'm in a place right now. I think it's about eight months now after everything has been all said and done. The grievance is not that bad anymore. It's going to hit me again, but it's not as bad. When I go back and think about all the things that I experienced in terms about learning about the different illnesses out there and what they do to your body and how I just completely just do so much to you, that makes me want to take care of myself 20 times more. 
when my mom passed, and I talk about this so much because this is who Remarkable and this is what it is right now. I went and got me a life insurance policy because I want to make sure my family is taken care of. I want to make sure my family was good. And I advise you as those who are caregivers to really think about looking for a life insurance policy for yourself because your health matters. You matter. Taking time for you matters. Exercising, eating right, taking things and just eliminating the stress, eliminating the aggravation, all of that. And when you take time and write down what you need to do for yourself, caregivers, you can look at it at the overall picture. I did everything I did for my loved ones. Now it's time for me to start doing things for what I need to do for myself. If things in your if your weight's not right, I had to correct myself on that. Come on in here. I had to change the way I eat. I had to take time out and get a lot more sleep. I had to really change the way I eat and exercise. Because after all that happened, like I said, who those who listen to my YouTube channel about words unspoken, uh, um, what's the other one? I will survive. I stopped having, I start having health problems, and that stuff was probably going on. But being stressed and overworked and overwhelmed by things, I didn't take time to take care of me. And when I did, things start to happen. Things start to come out. Tests start to reveal. I'm doing a lot better. Praise God. Because I'm feeling a lot better. But I want you to know is, ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this broadcast. I am truly blessed to be able to speak to every last one of you all. About my experiences. By my overwhelmness. By my anxiety. By my depression. All of these factors. Because that made me grow as a woman. That made me grow as a wife and a mother. And all of these factors. With that being said, everybody, I want to thank you all for tuning in. Hope all is well with you all tuning in to Who's Remarkable, Journey of a Caregiver. I will see you back here tomorrow, probably about 5 p.m. Have an amazing and amazing and a blessed Thursday evening. This is Remarkable Queen of Inspiration, everybody. Take care.